0: Speak, and you mentioned Yeah. I don't know. Um, mm. uh, I've I've pondered that. Um because he does. It says consciousness dissolves into hum. Mm. And um, of course hung is as a seed syllable is uh, uh, it can symbolise dharmakaya, uh, it can symbolise nirmanakaya but actually it can, mostly it symbolises dharmakaya. But also the seed syllable hung um, symbolises the five jnanas. Uh There was a seminar that he never did, unfortunately, that he wanted to do on Longchenpa's text, the, um, the, 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 uh, um, the meditation on the long hung. Which is a, a visualization of a of a of a hung, the colors of the five wisdoms, and he got Arloka to paint a whole load of of we've got them somewhere a load of banners with um, the the five colored hung, uh, because it's a visualization which which describes a meditation on the transmutation of the five poisons into the five gyanas. He never did it. It was sadly we ne- we never. We never knew why he didn't do it maybe we should follow it up but I I wonder if what he's getting at is two things that the that in the end that the, the consciousness is opening up to Dharmakaya or the five Buddha wisdoms but also the hung is you, you can't think really about it he it's it's just sound the sound of reality because he's so concerned not to turn that stage of the practice into excessive conceptualization Um, even sort of contemplating you know the mind and all the rest of it he wants it to be something really direct so it's just a mantra that's as as, well not even a mantra a seed syllable um so that's you know maybe it's one of those things we have to we have to try it let's let's take that teaching as a special instruction and when we come to the end of the element practice, maybe we should, we should just chant Hung. Um, uh, uh, you know, maybe just silently, maybe a long Hung or maybe a short Hung, and just see what happens. Yeah. I've got a question. Yeah. I was just wondering about what um, you were saying about the um, teachings, making the teachings bright. So that when you, you can reflect on them at death so what might that mean? Well I think I think um, what, 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 what do I mean by that? Well I suppose what I find in my in my experience is that, well I mentioned that that Dhammapada verse that I heard Bhante expound on in India that was very vivid to me and I've, I, I often reflect upon it because it's vivid and alive. It really struck me. And I, I suppose that would be the first thing to do is where there's a pithy teaching, you know, just a. And, and I think it's better if it's just a, a few words, not, not a, a, a great ream of text, which has really affected you, really moved you. Um, you know, uh, uh, this is what, why the, the, the verses like the Dhammapada or. You know the, the 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 precepts of the gurus or the golden rosary of Gampopa and things like that are so important. These sort of essentialized, boiled down instructions, but they have to be vivid for you. Um, and I'm sure you know in your in your life and in your experience you've noticed things where you're reading a text and something really jumps out at you. Well. I I would recommend that you go away and really meditate on that and and keep making that bright for you so it's not just something that's impressed you as it were intellectually it it's it's it you know it's gone right to the heart as well um and what I find with maybe it's just the way my mind works is that well I I you know hear that just that phrase the hour has come to part with this body composed of flesh and blood is like a it's, it's, it's like an instruction for me. For some reason, I found that a very <coughs> evocative line that that comes up when I'm meditating. Do you see? Yeah. I was wondering as well if something about making bright, which is also polishing them. Oh, I... Keep oh, that, it going around in your mind. Keep it going round in your mind. Keep repeating it over and over again. Um uh, reflect upon it reflect upon its meaning yes that's that's very good keep keep mm-hmm. polishing mm-hmm. your dharma and mean bhante was always reflecting mm-hmm. i mean he said didn't he when his eyes went that it, he took that as a teaching mm-hmm. that that he'd read enough he said you know that what did he say you know, sangharakshita you've read enough mm-hmm. and now you need to do more reflecting and he was always reflecting he always had dharmic reflection uh, going on. Um, you know, you, you, you see it in um, in the Thousand Petal Lotus at the, the Rainbow Road, that period in South India where he's he's just reading and rereading uh middle fifty discourses of the of the and the Dhammapada and then he's walking up and down um, the, the 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 terrace of, of the ashram he's in just reflecting on those teachings and then he says in the in the evening in his meditation he'd have sort of insights into into what those sayings those teachings were communicating listening reflecting and meditating in other words so yeah polish polish Um, remember the um, the line from the Dhammapada non-repetition is the cancer of the tradition is the cancer of the scriptures? You know that if you don't repeat them, they they will wither away, and they, 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 they they will fade. They will fade inside you, and they will fade generally. You have to keep going over and over uh, the teachings, and yes, make them bright. Yeah. It's a practical thing. Last night, when you were talking in the shrine, room, you mentioned a review of the life and liberation. That's in alternative traditions. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, it was originally in the, uh, the old FWO newsletter when he was doing those famous reviews. So it's a really important uh, contribution, actually, to, that, to, to, to the knowledge of that text. Uh, could you say again the title of that book by Brian Clavis? The Hidden History of the Tibetan Book of the Dead. say more about anti teaching fidelity. I, I don't think i quite get it. I sort of Well, I'd recommend listening to the lecture because I think it is one of the one you know one of the great probably one of the great you know unknown lectures. Um, uh, gosh, what he he his main well, there's so many things in it. Um, uh, but his main concern, I think, was to talk about um, a quality of connection with the ideal, with reality, with your values, but also with others. That's not dependent on physical proximity. Um, you know, so there's 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 a there's a profounder connection than that. Um, bec- you know, and 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 actually, you c- you can experience it. I mean. I hadn't, when uh, Jodie Parler got in touch, we were very old old friends, we came along to the movement at the same time in the 1970s and we hadn't had contact for more than 20 years and when he turned up at Norwich Station to see me it was as if I'd just seen him yesterday I mean, and you know we've both been on our different journeys but there was a a faithfulness and an honouring of the connection that seemed to have nothing to do with uh, kind of fi- our physical uh, time together or, um, you know, the, the different journeys we've gone, And we've made a connection in and through the Dharma uh, that seemed to transcend all that. Not making any claims for our spiritual attainment. God, no. um, um, <laughs> you know, it's just the sort of magic of the Dharma. And I think that's the sort of thing that Bhante was getting at. And of course, I think we, we experience it you know very very strongly, don't we? At, at, you know at times, you know with, you know within the order that there's something that that's much much deeper than all the sort of stuff that goes on, you know to do with, you know where, you know the the all the all the different kind of interactions that happen and so on, something much more profound than that is taking place. And what he was really encouraging us to do was to live more on that plane of things. This is what the order matter's about, isn't it? It's what you know, it's what everything's about really. That, that 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 something that transcends, you know, what's going on temporally. Not that the temporal doesn't matter, of course it matters. Absolutely matters. And but 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 somehow having a greater faith and confidence in that other level. <coughs> yeah. But listen to the lecture, it's a tremendous lecture. A really, really good lecture. You know, it's one of his very best. It's not in any series, it was just something he wanted to talk about. Which with the metabolism. Yes, yeah he yeah. does, yeah. 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 What was it again? F- well, fidelity, although he says fidelity. But the lecture yeah. Fidelity. Oh right. Yeah, it's just called fidelity. He's in Is it? Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can read it read about mm-hmm. it there. But it's well worth listening to. Mm. Yeah.